0: Oh, oh,
1: hosts as always i am chris Bergheimer. this has not changed really and with me never is luke laris hello how you doing Luke? i'm
2: doing okay how are you and
1: we are sitting here with um one of only two constant female members of the creative listening crew is that what we're calling ourselves i think so yes the creative crew works. created crew Woo. um birdie anderson hola hi birdie how you doing? Verdi uh, loves Ola. She loves Spanish. Oh. but I, think she's better I don't know at... any Spanish. I was going to say, I think you're better at sign, though. Um, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we are doing our villains episode today. And Luke, actually, we didn't do a very good job this week about being on Twitter and asking people for more villains. But no, we did not it's, it's okay. It's cool. Um, actually, I think Murad may have said something about his favorite villain, but I can't remember now. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sorry the,
2: the problem is he set oh, his Twitter man. account to private so if he tweets at us we oh. can't see it you're <laughs> oh. at
1: change your Twitter account uh, a lot of our friends lately just uh, by the way FYI have gotten Twitter accounts I've noticed I noticed um, that that's yeah, weird it's happening not me um, Not right. yet. not yet I'm coming not to yet. it uh, and Luke actually told me the other day he's thinking about retiring, or at least <gasps> slowing, pumping the brakes big time on. Well, at 40. least when I hit forty-two thousand. When he points. hits, yeah.
3: Oh wow! Yeah, Which he's got a lot.
1: I'm a thousand away. So yeah. That blows my mind. Um. Anyways. Um. So just to, I I hate to admit this, but sometimes we have to record things out of sequence. Yes. And so we've already recorded our villains discussion, and Birdie is here now, and she has some villains she wants to talk about yes. real quick. So we're going to let her do that now, so a sneak preview of what's to come later. So um, this is going to be a, a standard three-segment show, but it's probably be a little shorter. So Birdie, why don't you tell us about uh, the first villain?
4: Okay. Yeah. Well, I am a fan of round characters, which are mm-hmm. characters that change their story. Uh-huh. And probably one of my favorite villains of all time is Zuko. From the last Airbender. Yep. see avatar Avatar. Um, I really like how he just goes from like a brat to like trying to like ruin all the Avatar's plans to throw in a twister. For those of you who don't know that, yeah. the Avatar, he goes good and he joins the team and turns out to be a good guy. So nice. That's my first hey. one.
1: And just to tell people, if you hear it, a little something in the background, it's because Dustin West and uh, Jack Bynum are playing Xbox wow. behind us, uh, and Jack is excited, I guess, that he's winning right now. I won the first one. Uh, well, it? Dustin Bio won Shock? the first one. Unfortunately, this week we don't have Italian Joe sitting in the background. No, we don't. Oh we do Oh,
3: love know. We well, got his buddies.
1: <laughs> now, Luke, I think I've told you a bit about this before, but do you remember which one Avatar is the show?
2: Uh, yes, it's, I believe it, so. Bald like guy an, with the arrows. Yes. Yeah,
4: but it's... The, the
1: The thing you need to know, though, Luke, and people who haven't seen it, is it's kind of all the stuff in anime that would appeal to a Western audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The sense of humor is more Western, um, and it explains things better. <sighs> yes, definitely. Because people in the West seem to like more plot, whereas people in the East are okay with just open-ended stuff. This and, is very and, true. And, and supernatural things and sa- that are unexplained. <laughs> unexplained supernatural phenomena. Yeah. Um, so I think he would like it. Um, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is. So And, and Zuko is a pretty good pick. Um, but I think, I don't know what Birdie's next one's going to be, but I think there's a better villain in The Legend of Korra, in my opinion.
4: Oh, uh, snap. So, that was the other one, but I didn't want to do two. You can.
1: Um, you want to do... The other one,
4: I was gonna do Amon. Go, that was right.
1: Amon. go ahead and talk. I want to talk about a mon, okay?
4: So. Sweet, yeah. All right, well, it's been a while since I watched um, Legend of Korra because mm-hmm. I've been waiting for that other season. To and, come out. and for those of
1: you who don't know, Legend of Korra is the continuation of the world of Avatar, the last yeah. airbender, mm-hmm. um, where uh, it's about a hundred years after the first story, mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of a, a hobbit Lord of the Rings type situation. Um, That's so. a good way to put it. Thank you. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about it before. Go ahead, Bertie. <laughs> Who's Amon?
4: Okay. Amon is this mask-wearing dude mm-hmm. that has the power to take away people's bending. Yes. And if you don't know what bending is, it's um, where you can bend four elements. Yes. Only one of them. Mm-hmm. Water, fire, air, earth. Mm-hmm. And he's not a bender. He's a normal person, <clears throat> but has this ability to take away somebody's bending. Yes. Anyway, so he's
1: very anti-bending. Yeah, he thinks and he's Reform. he's kind of um, like an anti-gun person almost. You know, what I'm saying he's oh, like yeah. he's like bending is dangerous for all <laughs> citizens. That kind of thing. Um, yeah. We just had
2: to bring modern
1: politics. Well, to this. I'm just saying it's true. You, you can. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's good or bad, right or wrong, because Jack isn't here right now.
2: Okay, let's not uh, dive into the gun discussion. I, I'm not. Here's what I'm saying, though.
1: It's apt to that he's okay. making a, he's making an argument. That an unarmed citizen and a bender, or you know what's even a better comparison, X Men. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a better comparison. That's perfect. He's saying people with these superpowers need to be shut down because Are dangerous. they're yeah. dangerous to people without them and think they're better too. And they think they think they're elitist. So how's that, Luke?
2: Is that safe enough? Okay. I guess that's good. Just, <laughs> that's
3: better. That's much better. I
2: had an argument for that, but we won't go
1: any uh, okay, further yeah. into that. Okay, yeah, we're from Texas, so you might know how we do. <laughs> America. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go ahead.
4: Anyways, okay, so Mon hides behind this creepy mask and has, like, this force of people that, like, use machines to, mm-hmm. like, use electricity and stuff. And it's kind of a steampunk era. Right. Or flavor to it. I'm not, oh, yeah. not sure. No, it's steampunk. Okay, for there's, sure. There's blimps and, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's blimps. <laughs> well, <it's laughs> steampunk always goggles. has blimps.
1: <laughs> goggles and blimps.
4: This is true. And, um... So he goes around terrorizing all the benders, saying it's bad, and Mm -hmm. taking away their powers. And the Avatar is, like, terrified of him. Yes. In the beginning, Korra is like, oh, gee.
1: And he really is um, a threatening villain... But also, there are some great character points to him. When you mm-hmm. learn his backstory and everything. It's incredible. Uh, it's incredible. It's um, great. So Amon really is... It, but it, it, through it all, though, he's not one of those people that I'm like, well, maybe he's not so much a villain. No, he's a villain.
4: Oh, definitely. He is. <laughs> uh, he's evil. <laughs> he's evil.
1: So those are two of Bertie's picks. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're just going to roll into the news. We have one news thing we found out literally just hours ago. Um, you all right, Luke? Yeah. Okay. I'm just looking at you. Okay. Um, Luke's wondering if I'm going to pick my elbows up, up off the table and make some noise. What? No, but I'm not, I am was just staring at you guys. I will not. <laughs> um, thank you. And um, so we just found out a little while ago that the new Thor trailer is up online. Crazy. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday the 23rd. Third. And, um... So we just found out. So I said, you know what we'll do? We'll watch it, Luke, Birdie, and myself, mm-hmm. and don't nobody say a word. Is what I said. When it's done, <laughs> we're just gonna sit down and talk about it. So, um, Luke, why don't you go first? First impressions on the new Thor trailer.
2: It looks very dark. Which there, yes. I'm. Mm. It, and, over, from the previous movie. I'm looking forward to that yeah. because the previous movie was, yeah, it's kind of. You know, he saved the world and all that, so it was was a little formulaic,
1: cheesy. Yeah, Yeah.
2: definitely. 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 That's the way to put it.
1: Um, Okay, so Luke, thumbs up. Initial impression. Birdie?
4: Okay. Um, I did not like the first Thor at all. Okay. Really, truly and honestly. And what was the bad thing was, I watched The Avengers before I watched Thor, so I was Uh, so lost. I was like, who are these people? <laughs> what's going on? But what that kind of made the Avengers really awesome for me. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. it was pretty cool. But I finally watched the first Thor. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it so much. That was super cheesy. I, I'm with Luke. Okay. And then that second one, mm-hmm. big improvement. Big improvement. Way bigger. They didn't reveal like a butt ton about the story, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And um, I loved all the camera stuff, like all the angles that they had, mm-hmm. and it some of the beautiful. effects. Yeah, it yeah, looked it very beautiful. It didn't look yeah. che- didn't look cheesy. Mm-mm. Um got some good actors going and I'm super curious. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited.
1: Right. Um just so there's no uh nobody's waited on bated breath here. For me, I'm very excited. The trailer <laughs> was fantastic. It was. Uh and I'll tell you why. Like you guys said, um Thor is actually in my opinion the weakest of the pre-Avengers movies. Yeah, uh, I Even agree. even more than Iron Man 2. Yeah. Um, I actually have uh I wonder why people hate Iron Man two as much as they do. I think it's only because the first was so strong. Mm-hmm. I think they came in with Agreed. two high expectations. Mm-hmm. Thor, um, while I don't think it's bad, a lot okay. of people think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Well, um,
2: your first
4: one,
1: the first one. It's, um, it's not bad. It's just it's, there's, it's bordering
2: on for bad. me. It, it, it teeters the the lines. Line a line. Yeah,
4: it's the lines that killed me. Just yeah, it,
1: it doesn't have the greatest script. Um, but here's why I think the next one looks so good. And actually I'm gonna use a quick Star Trek comparison. The first Star okay. Trek was really good, a little more lighthearted, but it still works. Yeah. Um, agreed. The trailer for the new Star Trek looks dark and Ooh. you know we getting your hands getting your hands dirty, okay? And that's exactly what I'm seeing in Thor. And and, and mm-hmm. I'll even take it back to Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah.
1: I think cool. <laughs> Jack, Jack is, excited. Jack Vine's exciting. Empire Strikes Back was the dark turn yeah. in the story. And that's what this is going to be. It's called the dark world. Mm-hmm. Um, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And one thing I loved, Thor shows up to Earth and um, Natalie Portman's <laughs> there. Which, God bless her, it looks like she's like, you know, I'm going to do this franchise and be yep. my character. She's not going to wash out and just be. Good. Like in the Avengers, you remember, all it was was a picture of her. That's all mm-hmm. we saw. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty upsetting. Um, so, and he says, and, and they oh. drop the line, too. He says, I said, I'd come back for you, and I did. Mm-hmm. And so he's back for her. Yay. And she leaves behind, though, Kat Dennings, the sidekick character oh. to her. Um, bom,
4: bom, bom. Who, is that who that girl is? Yeah, that's Kat okay. Dennings. Okay.
1: Um, she doesn't belong in this movie. Because she's comic relief. Hmm. This movie is not... It's my hope that it's not about the humor by any means. It doesn't look like it. If there's any humor, it's just going to come out of Natalie Portman being in this fish-out-of-water story. Yeah. Definitely. Um, And that'll fade out as soon as real danger shows up.
2: I gotta say, Kat Dennings, she she wasn't humorous. She was awkward and blah. Yeah. She did not fit in at all. Yeah. Well, Well, she fit in a little bit, but she didn't fit in that well. I'm not
1: going to be rude. I'm not going to be lewd here. But I, I can think of two reasons she... They put her in that first movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Jack liked that one. What? It's because of the way she looks. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. I don't
4: remember well, it's in the
2: comments she makes.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, I don't yeah. remember
1: her. Yeah, and she's all... I mean, all of her stuff is sexual. She It's... it's oh, there. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, um, this movie, though, you've got... Um, I'm going to give you guys some background, and you can tell me what you think. Uh, there's a a comic book writer and artist named walt simonson who uh in certain circles is like one of the coolest i mean he's up there with stan lee um, and he can draw though uh stan lee wasn't a very good artist walt simonson simonson all he needed was himself to make a great comic because <laughs> wow, he could write a great story incredible. and he could draw the crap out of fantasy stuff so and <laughs> nice. i'll show you guys in my room i have a giant walt simonson simonson uh book and it's some of the best fantasy stuff in my opinion. It's up there with uh, Narnia and all that. Um, And it's all Thor stuff. And this movie is based, it looks like, almost 100% off that. Oh, really? Is it called The Dark 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 Elf Bad Guy? It's not called The Dark World, but The Dark Elf Bad Guy is a creation of his. (gasps) If you've ever heard of Beta Ray Bill, um, Walt Simonson created him. Um, So a, a lot of this, a lot of the best stuff about Thor comes from him. And if they're basing it off of his work, it's going to be good, awesome. Um, so I think that'll be exciting. So we definitely all approve of that trailer. Yes, um, the the action looks good, and uh, you know, there's there. Like Bertie said, it's beautiful, It was but very in pretty. a tragic looking way. Yeah, it um, was very beautiful. It's, it's very. You could almost say it was very um, kind of like fall and the dark winter is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. If we don't do something about mm-hmm. it, that's the kind of way they shoot it. Um, much more medieval. Yeah, you know, would you agree, Luke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, any more thoughts on that?
4: Much better than the first, in my opinion. I, I think it's going to be better. better. Um,
1: I, I was I was surprised by how much I liked it. And me too, um, actually. If you don't watch trailers or anything, spoiler alert! I got to mention one last thing because there is one last little Easter egg. Not even Easter egg, but they they give you one last bone at the very end. Um uh, <gasps> Spoiler alert! If you don't want to listen to this, Loki is in the very end of the trailer and Thor is turning to him for help which is a great trope which is awesome um, to use in a movie like this um so I think we're all excited for it Mm -hmm. and we're gonna do a quick segment two after this and then on to our villains discussion so we will see you in segment two bye bye
0: (laughs) And then, I don't I don't know, I don't not know,
1: Two of episode 13 Woo! Episode 13 13 yeah. of the Created Listening Podcast um, I'm going to stop doing that as much um, We have the same crew here, Chris, Luke Yep And Birdie Hello And um, we're going to do a quick segment We wanted to cover this before But we had some technical problems uh, Like a week ago, I think Yeah And um, <clears throat> long story short We want to talk about the cartoon shows That have been added to Netflix um, The Cartoon Network shows um, so, Birdie and I are probably two of the bigger fans of some of the mm-hmm. stuff that took place there. I don't know Luke. I, I haven't watched you know, any yeah, of them. any of them, I don't think. Well, you have seen a few of them, you just don't know it yet. Um, probably. So, I, I want to give a few recommendations, but Birdie, do you want to go first on any any of the ones you want to recommend that have come... I wasn't sure if you were a Cup, Powerpuff Girls fan. Oh or...
4: man, see <laughs> she's going through stuff. So if much we're gonna go back right to now. that, I yeah. might get emotional because I love the Powerpuff okay. Girls. Well,
1: because there's Powerpuff Girls, uh Two Stupid Dogs, I think, is on there. Which that show is kinda of funny. Um that's, that's I good. think I see Ed, Ed and Eddie. <gasps> um, <laughs> I have, I see have one. seen some bits of that one. Yeah. Oh. Didn't no. like it that much. Didn't like oh, it. No. I don't like it either. Dude. But Bertie apparently That's my childhood
4: it. right there. Yeah.
1: Oh well. <laughs> um yeah, I think Birdie watched it when she was a lot younger, honestly.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I watched all When those. it came out, I was already a teenager. I,
1: I think I saw a few of them. It's just,
2: I think it was in the late 90s. I right. can't remember mm-hmm. much. But I remember getting up on Saturdays and old. watching a crap ton yeah. of weird shows. Well, there was,
1: uh, they also added Dexter's Laboratory, which was real big in its heyday. Um See, all I can remember for certain D- is D- Doug D- and, uh, <laughs> uh, Possible, my laboratory! but I don't think
2: that's on there. Which one? Uh, Doug and uh, Kim Possible, but I don't think that's on there. Kim Possible
1: is Disney and Doug is Nickelodeon. Okay. So. Um, but I would love to watch Doug. In fact, that... I, I have a debate with people. Is that the one about there's the Boy Dog? Meets World and there's Doug. They're both about a white kid growing up. I think Doug is the far better version of that story. I haven't seen the other one. Don't
4: believe I've seen Doug. Um,
1: Bethany likes Boy Meets World. That's so why I bring it up. Yay.
4: Um, I don't like
1: it. Anyways. I seen it. So, of those shows, I mean, Bertie, it sounds like you kind of just recommend oh, them all. Oh, God.
4: <laughs> Dexter's Laboratory yeah. was like, okay, I'm the kid that didn't have TV, but I did have a computer. And uh-huh. I played all the video games. All the online yeah. Cartoon Network video games. Yeah. Let me say, they were hard. <laughs> Freaking hard. Powerpuff Girls, hardest crap I've ever played. Wow. And i played quite a few video games. I'm not... Okay ultimate nerd yeah. but i have played few. Oh i i hard. know i know your whole family. I know you play video games.
1: <laughs> um it was do that or die. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. Um now another one a newer one is Flapjack. Did you ever watch that?
4: Sounds um, familiar but i don't. I've so.
1: heard it's really funny. I've seen about 10 seconds of it. Um but I, i've heard it's funny. I'm Dustin probably... perked up. Oh he's never seen Flatjack. Okay. Flapjack. Have you heard of this one? No. It's I, It's supposed to be kind of like SpongeBob. Um, huh. yeah.
4: is there Samurai Jack on there yes, okay and
1: now let's get to my recommendations which are there are three of them Samurai Jack Batman Beyond <gasps> and Adventure Time <laughs> oh my god! Birdie apparently loves Batman okay. Beyond and also um, I don't recommend these as much because I don't think they hold up as well but there are the Justice League shows on there Justice League and Justice League Unlimited
4: Um, That's pushing it. I was too. I'm
1: not as crazy about (laughs) those. But let me talk about my three (laughs) recommendations. Adventure Time, I've said enough about. Um, (laughs) If you don't like it, I can understand that. But I don't know if I want to talk to you that much. (laughs) Um, I I didn't like it at first. I know. It takes me a while to get into it. It took me a little while. Yeah, I think. And
4: the problem was, I started with the creepy episodes. Like, the creepy... Yeah. Pendleton Ward voices that Birdie did not like. Like, I felt invaded when they were talking, and I was like, oh, my God. Luke, what
2: were you going to say? Oh, you need to sit me down to watch more of that. You
1: have to to kind of marathon it, because it sets up a whole world that they don't explain, and they just go for full throttle. Dude, and
4: it's part of why I love it.
2: Well, the the first one I saw was the Raining Knives thing, which was like, okay,
1: somebody's on drugs here.
2: I kind of love that
4: episode. I saw Little People with the Magic Man. Who gave Fed little people and it was definitely
1: dustin i'm gonna ask you if you can talk to my wife on the phone right now <laughs> um you have permission calling. you have permission to talk to my wife can you do it in the other room though <laughs> yes dustin does <laughs> get off the floor oh my god hey, this is he's a little kid dustin go in the other room you're 20
3: bearded yeah. child all right
1: if if luke had to cut that out uh Dustin's on the phone with Bethany so I'm not going that uh, way. Well. Okay, he's going to keep that. <laughs> Thanks. Liz. All right, um continue. So Adventure Time enough about that. Um let's talk about Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack, uh the animation style is super cool. Really cool. Um the world is one that goes into different tropes like uh there's a mermaid episode, there's um, there's stuff from all different mythologies, Greek mythology. There's like a 300 episode. I don't know if y'all have seen that one. Um, there's an episode, um, episodes based around Japanese mythology, Greek mythology.
4: Um, I need to rewatch it.
1: He fights his evil clone. I mean, they explore all that. He goes. He has like an Alice in Wonderland experience at one point. Um, Good job, Dustin. <laughs> Looks mad. Um, we we're doing so
4: good. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Samurai Jack, if you haven't seen it, as far as cartoon action cartoons go, still holds up. as a great one. And then another action cartoon that I highly recommend: Batman Beyond. Um, it's Batman uh, at what something like forty years after, mm-hmm. yeah, um, the originals kind of take place. Dustin, Dustin turn your music down. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, this segment too is just going. It's going, it's going great. Right. So, it's um, going. so here's what I want to say about that one. There's an old man, Bruce Wayne, and he's, it's, awesome. he's old and, and mad, and, and he's cranky. He's, still, he's cranky, but he's still so awesome because he's Bruce Wayne, and he's he's coaching the new Batman who has this super Batman suit that can fly That's and has incredible. all all sorts. It's all the gadgets in the suit, basically. Mm-hmm um it's batman meets iron man and um some good villains uh it brings back some classic batman villains and if you haven't seen batman beyond return of the joker the movie uh i highly recommend that one is just a cool cartoon action movie um so birdie do you want to add anything
4: um, Batman Beyond is definitely my favorite okay. out of all the ones out that of we've all of them. Okay, that was a show that kept my attention when I was three. Yeah, <laughs> I was three years old yeah. and I was sitting on my oldest brother's lap, and we'd watch it for hours. And he said I wouldn't let him stop. <laughs> Anyways, I rewatched it about four years ago and still love it. Yeah, um, it's, it's very good. It's still a pretty
1: cool show. Mm-hmm. Kind so, of dark
4: though. It's, it's a little darker. Pretty dark.
1: But um, I I don't mind uh, a little bit of salt and pepper I, with. I my guess meals. it's just Batman. No, yeah.
4: Batman's just darker.
1: Yeah. Darker. Side. So, uh, there is the Justice League stuff on there, but like I said, I was never as big a fan uh, of that as mm-hmm. I was of um, Batman the Animated I Series. That was a
3: bit
4: too um, cheesy. It's
1: a little corny. Uh, yeah. But if you have young kids, that's a good one to throw them mm-hmm. in front of, and they'll have fun. Hmm. So, uh, those are our recommendations, and we'll come back with our villains discussion in segment three. Woo. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>
3: I ไต่ไต่ไต่ตุ่ม I ไต่ไต่ไต่ตุ่มไต่ไต่ไต่ไต่ตุ่มไต่ไต่ไต่ไต่ตุ่มไต่ไต่ไต่ไต่ตุ่มไต่
0: I I
1: third and final segment of this episode and uh i am here chris along with luke laris hello and we have with us jack bynum jack bynum how's it going everybody? Going right. so we're gonna do just like we did with the heroes episode we're gonna talk about uh three of our favorite villains and we'll do one at a time and uh <laughs> jack is yawning first i thought he was in extreme pain sorry <laughs> he's all right um <laughs> And before we get rolling, though, just want to say um, we wanted to go with some villains that just are personal to us, um, and we'll talk about each one. So I'm going to go first. Uh, I don't think there's any reason. Luke, is there any reason to not get started? Uh, No. All right. So my number one, I'm going to just start with quite possibly my all-time favorite villain, And he is Doctor Doom of the Marvel Universe. Not just Fantastic Four. Um, He does fight the Fantastic Four. But uh, one of my reasons he's one of my favorite villains, uh, George Lucas openly admits that Darth Vader is based loosely, somewhat loosely, on Doctor Doom. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Doctor Doom is not only uh, like Iron Man in that he wears a really cool suit that has all these hidden weapons and he can fly and... Makes him powerful and stuff. But he also knows magic. Uh, And he uses his suit in tandem with magic. Uh, In fact, I saw... I read a comic. uh, It's called Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange. I think it's called Blood Oath. Anyways, uh, it's about the two of them. And he records some of Doctor Strange's magical moves. And so he plays it back in his visor or whatever, in his eyes... Video eyes? No, th- no, I no, know. I know that's the technical yeah. term, right? Like, the, <laughs> and, like
2: Google glass? Yes.
1: Yeah. He plays it back and uh, met, lets his suit mimic those hand movements so that he can do magic like Doctor Strange. Oh, so, um, cool. yeah, so he does stuff like that. Um, he is a good old-fashioned megalomaniac because he wants to be smarter and better than Reed Richards, although it's his fault why the Fantastic Four exists. Hmm. Um, He... Uh, and I've read comics and watched cartoons and all sorts of stuff where he takes on the entire Avengers, pretty much. Oh. Um, he's, he's just cool. But also, he's a jerk and runs his own country and is a dictator. <laughs> so, what more could you ask for in a villain? I don't know. So, top that, boys. Uh. <laughs> Jack is next.
5: Oh, so we're gonna, we're gonna
1: do Yeah, gonna one at that. a time, one at a time.
5: Um, my first one, probably dearest to my heart, mm-hmm. is Darth Sidious emperor emperor palpatine emperor palpatine if you if you se- if you've listened to other episodes i'm i talk about politics in a lot of things no way no but uh in episode 2 and 3 and even into the later episodes you get to see how um he takes over a democracy and how he really manipulates the government and then how he actually manipulates darth vader into believing that he um, is he's almost like puts him put Darth Vader down like you're no better than this you are you are only my mm-hmm. apprentice you know so you like that he's a manipulator yeah I kind of yeah. like he's like the puppet master yes you know? have you
1: seen or heard about House of Cards the oh, yeah. TV show oh, yeah. yeah I've heard that if you like that kind of stuff you'll probably love House of Cards oh, really yeah um it, either the old British one or the new one it's all about political manipulation uh, <laughs> so you <laughs> but, might love it yeah
5: yeah but he's also kind of like. He he all, he is very reminiscent of the devil, like to where he can take his hmm. his position. Like in episode three, when he gets electrocuted and his face gets all deformed, he acts like, "Look at the result of the attack on my life by the Jedi." You know, he tr- uh, he tries to turn it around on other on uh, basically yeah. his enemies. I was gonna knock you a little for that pick, Jack, but I think you argued it pretty uh. well.
1: So. Good Burn. job. All right. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to Lucas. Yeah. Galettos from Portal.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Pretty awesome.
1: Yep. Yeah. Now, you got to tell us why, Luke. Luke okay. doesn't always like... Luke, Luke just likes to give a list that's like this, that, this, that. Thank yes, you, goodbye. Yes, I do. The sound levels don't sound right on this podcast. <laughs> Pretty much.
2: Um, I like how confusing and manipulative mm-hmm. she is. Very. Yeah. She's very manipulative. Extremely. Especially the cake. She tries to bribe you with cake. Yes, she does. And, yeah.
1: Now, Luke, I like that she tries to get in Chell's head. Yes, she does. But one other thing I like is that She, although she is an AI system, do I have that right? Yes. Okay. She's an AI system. She gets very frustrated in a human way that she holds all the power, (laughs) but she still gets very upset at you when you distort (laughs) that power. Yes, she does. Um, That's
2: that's because she's based on a personality. Right. That's true. That is true. You find
5: out in Portal, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And if we haven't said it enough, just about everyone who's ever come on this podcast loves Portal and Portal 2. Yeah. Because they're so much fun. Even I do. Um, they are. But, I mean, if you're listening to a podcast with a bunch of nerds, you probably
5: know Portal 2 very yeah. well. So Even me, but, who's the most mainstream person
3: oh, oh, here. mainstream. Well, you mainstream. talk about Star
1: Wars a lot. Uh, <laughs> so, Luke, you dumb Gladys? Yes. I All right. Um, she's married to science. Yes. <laughs> um, my number two is from an anime that, as far as I know, no one else we, in our circle of friends, has seen. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure no one has. It's called Cowboy Bebop, and the villain is uh, a man named Vicious. And it's an anime, so of course he has a name kind of like that.
5: Yeah.
1: But what I like about Vicious is that um, he works for a crime syndicate, and here's how bad of a guy he is. The crime syndicates kind of make themselves more like a business, and form partnerships with people and that kind of stuff. And he's like, you've lost all your teeth. And then he, like, blows people up at their business meetings and makes it seem like, and pretty much is like, yeah, I did it. What are you going to do about it? And his (laughs) followers are like, yeah, and we work for him, you know. Um, He uses a sword in a future where everybody carries a gun, um, but they make it work for the show um, because he is a very cool and calculated person. Uh, It's very obvious he's not afraid of death. And that's what keeps him alive, um, in a weird way, because, um, he's, he just goes hard on, I mean, you know, he goes hard into everything with, um, with, I'm going to start a war with other crime syndicates, and I'm going to show my strength and my power. How am I going to do it? The most direct way I can think. It's almost, um,
5: the, the way you said, said about earlier, it's almost like parallels, like in The Dark Knight, how, uh. Bruce Wayne had to make the jump without the rope, you know, yeah, like, a little bit, a little bit, like you couldn't be scared of death, yeah,
1: um, but vicious, though, is not an inspiring character by <laughs> any means, and he goes up against uh, Spike, who used to be in this crime syndicate with him. Um, um, that's the, the Spike is the protagonist, vicious is the antagonist, and um, the way he man- manipulates Spike is through his Spike's dead girlfriend, Julia. Uh, or supposedly dead, Julia, um, by teasing him with, you know, um, she's gone, or is she, and, you know, just that kind of stuff. And so he's he's manipulative, uh, he's a usurper,
5: and uh, he's a cool sword fighter. So, <laughs> I like Vicious. Um, my number two would have to yes. be, I don't know if you've seen, well, of course you've seen, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. The... Not the main villain, which there seemed to be about three main villain villains in there. Yeah. Yeah. There was the there was the creepy guy who looked like a frog, and then there was the <laughs> Oh yeah. The face melting Nazi. I yeah, the face melting Nazi and then there <laughs> Your was fire is dying. <laughs> and then there was the uh then there was kind of I don't know, that uh, that other guy. Anyway, I Another like guy. I like the French guy Bellon, mm-hmm. who is the main villain, in my who, opinion. Well, eh, okay, Luke agrees. That's to be debated yeah. later, but anyway, all right. Uh, he kind of represents that for like that tw- like the Roaring Twenties kind of smooth, smooth European guy. Mm. You know, he's he he's dangerous. He made cigarettes cool. <laughs> yeah, basically that kind of guy. That kind of guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> but like he he uh, he. He gets his way with the ladies, you know, he's really good with the ladies, and yet he's a very evil, calculating personality. And
2: I, I take that you envy that, Jack. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, I got my lady. I'm
1: now, good. I would kind of argue that Belloc is a bit of an idiot who just happens to make the right friends. Because you notice he's French, he makes friends with the Nazis. That's true. And in the beginning of the movie, you may remember, he makes friends with the tribe. Yeah. And lets Indiana Jones retrieve the idol. Yeah. And then he's just waiting with his army. Yeah. So I feel like he's more of, he's that villain that you shake your fist at and be like, you shouldn't be doing this to me because yeah. you're not that good, but somehow you are. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, like, he's
5: annoying. He's yeah. a thorn in your side. But he has that ability to, to get people on his side because of yeah. his suave personality. That's true. That is true. He's, he's good with dumber people.
1: He's, <laughs> he's, see, he's, he's almost, he's almost like, like well, he's almost like a cult leader. Um, people that want to be manipulated, he's good at manipulating. Yeah. So, But he ended up getting manipulated by the Nazis, which is kind of true. funny. Well, yeah, because they did have smart lizard Nazis that commanded the well, other Oh, yeah, Nazis. and then his head And then up. they had big boxing Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> they get yeah. Shot, and their weakness, plane propellers. In yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic fight scene. I love that. That was work. a great fight yeah. scene. I recently showed Luke that movie the first time, and I, think he, and I think he really enjoyed it. I did. Yeah.
5: Don't, don't watch Temple of Doom. There's no point. We you just had it. that conversation yes. Skip today. Skip to the third one. Yes, Skip to did. the third one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and there is no fourth one.
5: The, uh, no. I, no. You cannot. I sort of I've liked seen, it.
2: I've seen uh, the um, quantum physics version of the fourth one. So, yeah. the it's um, terrible.
1: Where they talk about the Well, put, it doesn't exist, but it does exist. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's Schrodinger's cat of movies. Yes, it is. All right. Um, Luke, your second pick. Agent Smith from The Matrix.
2: Oh, uh, that's All a right. good one. I love that villain.
3: Yes. He's amazing. Um,
2: <laughs> I, I love that he can clone himself, and oh, he yeah. just takes over the entire Matrix, and they have this epic fight scene <laughs> where he's beating off, where Neo is beating off thousands of mm-hmm. Agent just, Smiths. Yeah.
5: <laughs> that is an excellent It's just like fighting. he's everywhere, And literally. then,
2: And then at the end, when they have that awesome fight scene where you're flying up in the air and stuff, it's just awesome.
1: Well, one thing that makes a good villain, that Agent Smith is certainly this, is at the beginning of The Matrix, and really as he grows through the movies, mm-hmm. there's always a sense of he's more than a match for Neo. Yes, and so that's what I think makes him so good, especially in the first movie. Because in the first movie, you are terrified of him. Yes, not just the agents themselves, but also particularly him. Oh, yeah. And Hugo Weaving, who has played the Red Skull, Elrond, and Agent Smith, is just such a fantastic actor. He is. That he's not a physically impressive guy, but he scares the poop out of you. Yes, he does with his face and just with his 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 voice. His voice, yeah. So that is a great pick it is um so it's my turn uh my third and final pick and i'm going to go with gustavo frank um from a show called breaking bad and i haven't really talked about this show before because it's not one i necessarily recommend to some of our audience um just because it's pretty mature um The reason I like it, though, is because it's a modern-day Macbeth story. It's a story Uh, of the villain. Although, um, Gustavo is not the main villain. He's just the most... If I like cool and calculated villains, he is the most cool of the calculated cool and calculated, okay? (laughs) This guy is a major drug lord. Okay. But he drives, um, like, this little Volkswagen car. Of course. And he runs a chicken Company as a, his business front. <laughs> and he's just a businessman who happens to sell drugs and who happens to be slightly crazy. And when he goes crazy, boy, does he grow crazy. Okay. He's, and the actor who plays him, Giancarlo Esp- Esposito, just does such a good job of just like with Agent Smith of he is not a guy that likes guns or I don't know, even know if he likes power and money or anything. He's, he doesn't seem to be interested in what the downfall of a lot of like Scarface, for example, yeah. he's not interested in like being the guy in the fancy mansion and that has all the gold and the and the girls and everything. He just wants to be the guy that runs everything and runs it well, and that's what he does. <laughs> that's awesome. um, so it makes him a frightening villain. Um, so that's a show. Uh, it's not you know I don't I can't remember it's TV mature, but that's I mean a- the the stuff they can show even on on cable now. Um, I would say that's to me it's like an R rated show. Yeah. Um so and you know I am I'm a man, I have a wife and an apartment. <laughs> I'm allowed to watch those things. However, if you're living under your parents roof or anything, um that's not a show you need to be watching until you are mature enough uh to in watching. other words, when, <laughs> you <move out. laughs> when you move out. When you move
5: out. Yeah. And there's even sometimes when you just shouldn't watch it. Yeah, and if it affects
1: you, I it's tough to offend me and I like like I said, I you know, I read Shakespeare. I like um uh, I like a story with some some grit and realism to it. And even Breaking Bad, there's some moments that I fast-forward through. Really? Um, yeah. This, there was one or two, mainly in the first season, actually. Because mm. um, mm. early on, I always feel like they there's an old rule, um, not to go off on a bunny trail too much, but I once heard Neil Gaiman, um, if you've heard of him, say that he always puts something pretty... He puts the worst thing that he's going to put in a book in the first chapter, that way the reader can know whether or not they want to keep reading. Yeah, um, And I feel like a lot of pilot TV shows on cable do that as well. That's interesting. Um, so I like to give a show three episodes before I say yay or nay. Because the pilot to a show can be completely different than the next two oh, yeah. episodes. Yeah, it really can. Um, so that's kind of the way, in fact, I watched the pilot to Breaking Bad and was like, no, this is too much. And then I, so many people were like, no, you got to see the next episode. And I watched a few more and I was like, okay, I'm interested in, I'm invested in the story. Um, so. Interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. 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 Hmm, indeed. Indeed. Yes, it is Jack.
3: Well, Jack um, was
1: confused.
2: engaged, Jack. <laughs>
1: uh... My third choice. You said engaging made me think of Star Trek, and I didn't think of a single oh. Star
2: Trek villain. Gosh. Oh, my God. Like Gosh. the Borg. Well, you oh, said indeed Borg. and fascinating, making, so you had to think of ma- Star you're Trek. Making, you're
5: making me forget mine. Um. Oh, brother.
2: Uh, <laughs> where's the memory club?
5: No, she's uh, – oh, it's a woman. It's no, a woman. What?
2: No, It's It's a bash. <laughs> What? <laughs> the memory club. <laughs> what are you talking about? The club we no, beat you in no. the head with when you can't
5: remember. The woman, uh, she, she's the, the witch in Chronicles of Narnia. The white witch. The white witch.
3: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, no. she's white. I'm, I'm so, sorry. so sorry, I'm so
5: sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. All right, well, the white um, witch in Narnia. The white witch in Narnia, mainly mm-hmm. because she, you know, especially in the time that the book was written, there was kind of this especially in some of the Disney movies with like the Cruel de Villes where they would be screeching, cackling women who were like conniving to do something evil rather than the white witch. She's real composed. She has a lot of elegance to her, you mm-hmm. know, and that's frightening to where yes. she can, she can really, again, she's a manip- manipulative figure of mm-hmm. both Edmund and of any of other people. But the fact that she's a woman villain that acts, you know, she, she looks like she could stand up to any, Man, and she does. Yeah. And She does That's throughout true. all the whole movie, and she's like, "Well, do you think you're better than me." Yeah. You know, you know. She's got this uh, terrifying persona about her, and the yes. Tilda, Tilda Swinton who plays her in the movie does an amazing job because she's really she's a great actress. Pale. So it's just, she, and she has these piercing eyes. And yeah, it's really she's scary. Well, and
1: there's something to be said about a villain that won, too. Yes. Because at the beginning of the movie, she's the boss. Like, she's, you yeah. know? Like, it's not like, uh-oh, we got to stop this person. No, it's like, she's already won. Yeah. What can we do to retake? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, so I, I think there's just something kind of about that. Um, that That's a villain that um, saw it through to the end. Yeah, because <laughs> because...
5: Again, she's real intimidating, and everybody's afraid of her, and yet, to Edmund, she's, like, very sweet, and she's very, right. you know, she well, has that dual side.
1: That's, that's what part of what made, like, Catwoman, for example, um, such a great character in The Dark Knight Rises, is she was not afraid to use her femininity as a weapon. Yeah. Um, and Tilda Swinton, or af- er, the White Witch, wasn't afraid to be soft and sweet as a weapon to Edmund. Yeah, and in the same good. way, Catwoman wasn't afraid to play on, or to prey on more like men being like, "Oh, she's a defenseless woman," because um, there's that great moment when yeah. the cops come in and she acts like she's afraid. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's really good. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a good pick. I liked it. Yeah, Luke, your final one. Uh, Benjamin Linus Benjamin from Last. <laughs> <laughs> now we wanted this one to be last, Luke. Yes, because, because we have a bit of a debate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Benjamin
1: brother. Linus, is he the true villain
2: Or is mm. the man in black
1: Or is, or is man in black, smoky The smoke monster Is that the villain And to me Linus, Benjamin Linus is the villain Who is most directly affecting things
2: Yes, that's true
1: Even though the smoke monster Shows up first He's only a villain in a physical manner Whereas Ben Linus Uses a baton to beat people to death Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots John Locke. Yeah, and he gets in everybody's head he's ever ran into in his entire life. Yes, he does. That's almost that like... to me is a great villain. Yeah, that... yeah
2: he, I I really liked him as a an yeah. villain, and he, he, he did all this weird stuff. He's oh yeah, like the, he's strange. The, the Joker of the, <laughs> the islands, somewhat. Well,
5: yeah. it's it's almost like that same thing with like. I I know I know you're gonna give <laughs> me a lot of crap about this, but um. Darth Sidious and Darth Vader. Darth Vader <laughs> did all the dirty work and like was the effective one. Mm, you know, and Sidious was point. behind the yeah. scenes. Well,
1: because there's that moment in Lost. Do you remember this, Luke? When Ben goes into his closet and pulls a drain plug, yeah. and it actually calls the smoke monster. All right. Can uh, you were talking about the pulling the drain plug? Yeah. yeah. So, um, Dustin was at the door. Everything's fine now. And we were talking about. Ben pulls the drain plug, and he says something to, I believe it was Locke, about, uh, I'm not sure exactly why, but we just know this will bring the smoke monster. Oh. Do you remember that? Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, and it takes out all those mercenaries. Interesting. Um, which, that's a great episode. Um. Yes, it is. So, and, you know, Ben doesn't see himself as a villain, which most villains don't. Yeah. And Ben also, because Luke, you were saying some stuff about he's not always villainous, but at the same time, he's human. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, in real life, if you were like, this is Ben Linus, he's killed, well, if you count when they, uh, the purge, if you Uh, remember that, when they gassed everyone, then he's killed hundreds of people.
5: Yes, he (laughs) has. That's that's villainous to me? That's villainous to me, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: The man in black has killed thousands. Yeah, but he more. he's
5: not, he's almost more like a villain on the subconscious level where, like, I wonder if he's going to come. You which know. makes, yeah. it's which makes like these, slender. You which, know. Yeah. which
2: makes him the better villain to me yeah. because Benjamin Linus, he's, he's out there. You know he's out there. He's yeah. going to come and do something terrible. And the well, Smoke Monster, you never know when he's going to show up.
1: And you know what? When the <laughs> Smoke Monster shows up, that's like, The best part in every episode for me. (laughs) Well, and Luke, I am going to support you a little on this. There is the episode where Ben goes to get judged, and he's judged by the smoke monster. Oh, yeah. Uh, Really? And he's manipulated by the smoke monster because he thinks he's talking to Jacob. So you do question who is manipulating who, but that's, in my opinion, that's just part of what makes Lost so good. Mm -hmm. Is um, things aren't always black and white, even with villains. Yeah. Um, Things aren't always like... You know, oh, Ben's the worst. Well, he just did something to save Jack's life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There is that. Um, but he certainly is a very smart, albeit immature, um, megalomaniac. Yes. <laughs> so, which makes for a good villain, whether or not he's the main villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Smokey's a good villain. I mean, especially the first episode, you know, when they're being attacked out in the, when they go to the plane. Wreckage. Oh, yeah. I mean, just how intense that is, and you sit there thinking, this is a TV show, and this is, like, some of the best action I've seen all year. Period. Yeah,
5: and I, I love
2: how you didn't even see the smoke monster right. until way into yeah. it.
5: It's that Jaws thing. Like, you you, you don't know what it looks well, like. I, as I always say, your
1: imagination's worse than what they put on screen.
5: Oh,
0: Which
1: yeah, definitely. worked very well for that. Yeah. Um, so, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, you can... Tweet us, and maybe we'll, on the next episode, tell us why we were wrong on some of our villain picks. Yeah, maybe why we who, were wrong. Who we forgot. Oh. Um, we didn't do anything from Lord of the Rings or Star Trek. Uh, not to mention just some great books, Professor Moriarty. Yeah, um, we didn't
5: We didn't want to be too mainstream.
1: Well, we wanted to do stuff that was personal to us, and that's why, for example, I picked Vicious, because I knew people wouldn't know it, but I think he's a good villain. So, yeah, yeah. Sure. so you can tweet at us, at Listen. And uh, we will be back hopefully before too long. Hopefully there won't be as big a break between now and the next episode. But uh, we will see you on that next episode. Goodbye. Bye.